What's up, y'all? It's the current flow. Ellie Fuegos, your host here with Keith and Fahim. Say what's up, you guys. What's happening? What's good? Yeah, and we got our special guest here today. We got so as a collective, y'all are one day soon. Yes. Okay. So. so we got one day soon here as a collective. Zenin and soundtrack. Yeah, yeah Zenin. 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 Yeah, Zenin soundtrack here. Yo, appreciate y'all coming, man. I know it's a bit of an early session here out in the bay today. <laughs> Uh, little morning time, but but yeah, man, appreciate y'all being here for sure. Yeah, most definitely glad to be here. Cool. So we got we got a one day soon here. Um, t- try like just digging into their music and soundtrack. Um, just released a beat tape himself called How It Sound, and we just want to dig into how he went about going ahead and releasing that project and everything that went into it because it's available on cassette cd too or just cassette um currently just cassette um we're trying to get cds and possibly some vinyls nice. one-offs um and but it's streaming you know all platforms title apple music spotify you know all that good stuff and you can cop it on bandcamp too that's what's up and and zine and you also have something coming up pretty soon yeah, right yeah upcoming project i heard that um little beat type too uh, at the end of the month on August 24th. That's what's up. So, are this is this like y'all's first official release as like individual producers or is there beat tapes that y'all released in the past too? Um, I mean, I've released something in the past. It was just I mean, kind of lukewarm, you know what I'm saying, but this is like my first official release, mm-hmm. you know, that's actually coming out on a platform like this. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the same. So, first time that y'all have actually kind of like Put a lot of effort into packaging it and dist- distributing oh, yeah, it yeah, physically. Most, most definitely. That's yeah, what's up. yeah. How, how do you, how have you guys felt about the project, Keith and Fahim? I was listening to that shit today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was jamming. Hey. I always like just like throw it on, like because yeah, usually like it, it. I listen to a lot of different stuff, and to like listen to like a beat tape, I listen to a lot of those too. But when it's somebody I met and this shit's fire, it's completely yeah. different. Mm-hmm. It's like it has another layer. Hey sure. man, appreciate that man. Yeah man, I, I really don't have any kind of um, any kind of like I can't really put a label on what I what I heard from it. You know, as soon as I, you know, I was on Instagram <laughs> that he you know released the album. I'm like, oh shit! And you know, it takes all the time to upload some shit. So right, I'm on right, like right. Spotify just heck of like damn, damn, damn. I actually downloaded title. You don't know this. I downloaded title. <laughs> <laughs> just so I can be able to listen oh. to it. Because yeah. this is somebody close to me. I don't yeah, want to say yeah. like hella close, but I've seen him on the beat circuit. And yeah. it's kind of like, damn, I want to like, fuck, I haven't heard something from like someone I'm close to, you know, yeah. as far as right, music. Right. And yeah. it, I was just excited. And I'm telling you, man, like as soon as it started, like, <laughs> shit's fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Find a Way is probably my favorite one. Oh, right, okay. right. Yeah, it's, I remember. It's just, it's that's, just, that's, that's the joint I played at the uh, the beat battle. Okay. On um, the uh, Slump Fest. Oh. I think that's where I kind of like first met you. I was at Slump Fest yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah. Uh, Future Sound yeah. um, Beat Culture. Yeah. Yeah, I played that joint there. That's a favorite. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny, too. Like, when I, re- when I came out with the playlist for the project, I, I kind of wanted to take people, like, on a journey. Like from from start to finish, like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. I, I think a lot of people when they put beat tapes together, they just kind of like shove the beats in there in your face, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh here I'm gonna package it up and release it to you. It's like nah, man. Like really, like I, I like to bring out the emotion, you know, mm-hmm. especially right. from what I felt like creating and right. and piecing those joints together. So I'm glad that you know Yaka hear it and appreciate yeah, oh, it, it and really, I really t- yeah, that. Yeah, 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 hey, very, hey, that means that means a lot man like real talk yeah very Thank cohesive you. yeah yeah very cohesive that, that, that was the that was yeah. the plan yeah. yeah nice 
how how would you describe and it's funny you mentioned that you wanted to take people on a journey because when i was like listening to it i was like yo what is the musical journey that you're trying to take someone in like how would you describe the journey you were trying to take someone through man and not even to really get like super specific but for me it was just a feeling you know like putting the tracks together like i didn't really have a you know i didn't really have a goal in mind i just know i just wanted the project to sound cohesive as what he said and you know from front to back like from start to finish like you just feel it you know i mean for me music is a feeling you know i create you know through through emotion you know so that's what I wanted to give to people, you know, when they hear it. So it's just, it, it, I didn't really have any any plan or anything. It's just, that's just how it came about. You just wanted to make a solid beat. Yeah, I just no, wanted to, and it, it's I, yeah. for sure solid. I, yeah, I just wanted to make a solid, solid joint front to back, man, you know, because um, I feel like that speaks in volumes, um, to for me at least, like, because uh, a lot of people don't curate their own stuff, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just a lot of scattered music around, you right. know. And when I create, I always, especially those beats I made like all within the span of a month. What? Yeah. So they Mm. all, they all have similarities to each other. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. All the beats, they're all in this, within the span of a month. So that's, that's how the project actually came about. Okay. Uh, So uh, Zena, were you um, there while this was being put together as far as? Yeah, we got. See, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, hey, that snare, like every day, every day, man. You know what uh, I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah. We we're we're together more or less every day, uh, if not every other day. So Dope. everything he made, we the we the clearing, like man, like this is this is the one, or even just in the process of like seeing the stuff that it, that that soundtrack is doing or has done. Um, most times, yeah, I'm around, I'm around for that, and. Uh, pretty fast (laughs) it's not it's not not, don't take a lot of time and i think that's that's where he comes from in terms of um not really overthinking exactly the process of like what he's doing or things like that but just how i mean it's it's kind of like in his title it's the it's exactly what it is like how does it sound like if it sounds good i'm not gonna think too long about it it's the feeling Mm. and getting that soundtrack yeah Yeah. it's the the soundtrack 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 to to your life so yeah that's i mean that's his process, and it, it was all in all about. How, how long have y'all been like, uh, kind of producing together, or just kind of moving together as a collective? How long y'all been doing that for? Uh, it's it's going on three years, um, with me and Z and ODS. Uh, one day soon, it's it's more than just me and Zenon. Mm. Uh, me and him are just a part of the production, and uh, we also have a homie Eyeslo. Shout out to Eyeslo and Boom. Um, he's I don't know if you're familiar with White Dave. White Dave. Yeah, yeah I've he, heard that name. Yeah, he's he's familiar. um. Y'all no. play 2K17. Y'all play the, the latest 2K. Man, I stopped playing video games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't played room, video man. games. Like, for, it's funny because well. me and Keith were chilling yesterday. We were about to play 2K. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. 2K17. Y'all, y'all go in there. It's a track called Bands. Trying to get the bands. Mariachi. Boom, cut the sample. I'm going to kill it. Hibachi. <laughs> yeah. okay, That's okay, Boom. Okay. That's yeah. Boom cutting the sample. So he's oh, okay. he, 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 does, he he works with White Dave, and that's the artist that, that's on that track. That's what's that's up. Yeah, yeah, so. And then aside from uh, the production aspect of One Day Soon artists, um, GQ, who is on Jamla, um, and then um, yep. Kells, 
Ian Kelly. Wow. Um, he's going to be releasing um, his project soon, um, and we've got some tracks on there. So nice. definitely yeah. be on the lookout for No, I saw yeah. that, too, when I was uh, at the Av uh, website. Yeah, I yeah. was looking through there, and I yeah. saw y'all's artist page, and I saw that y'all had a relationship with GQ. That's right, crazy. Right, so how, right. how did that even um, come about? Well, man, that's really the birth of One Day Soon was GQ himself. Um, I mean, he's Oakland native, you know what I'm saying? So. Mm -hmm. He just kind of reached out to people and wanted to put together a group of talented cats, you know, that he, that he, you know, you know, just people that's, especially from his, frequency it's on the same frequency, especially yeah. from his neighborhood. Like this yeah. is his hometown. Like, and just to have talent coming out of here, like into, he wants to like show that to, to everybody else, to the world, you know what right. I mean? So, and yeah, just like-minded, like-minded individuals, creative, you know, all creatives. Um, so really that's just how it started and it was organic, you know, Damn. um, yeah. just, it started out being in the studio. I got invited to a studio along with Zena and that's how me and Zena first met was coming to the studio. Um, oh, okay. Um, beats. Yeah. Just playing, playing <laughs> this beats. Was when the whole, like he was, when GQ was trying to get the one day soon thing together. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was all random. Then. It was all random. Damn, everything, that's crazy. everything, just everything. Happened. So he was yeah. just like, yo, you're dope. You're dope. We should all just meet up at a studio. Basically, wow. <laughs> and, 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 and what's, what's crazy too is like, I know some of us came in as like roles that wasn't even the ones that we had now. Like personally, the connection, I mean, I've known Q for, for like other purposes like basketball and stuff in the, in the past. But like when we when we linked up, I was doing video. I was doing video and I was kind of like the, the onset sound guy because uh, my brother was in town. He was doing production. We had a little Trigon production thing. So when we pulled up, he was we were helping him do these like little promo videos for like freestyles and stuff. And he was like, Oh, um, yeah, yeah, let's let's get these out. And then my brother, he ends up he's acting, so he ends up going out to LA. So I don't really not doing no video production anymore, but he called us into that to that building. When he came in, I'm like, Oh well, you know, not really doing video like that because he's not here, but I make beats and he was just like, Oh yeah, it's good. But I don't think he really knew that that was like making yeah, music. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of like how we formed, and then even going into, uh, I think it was what like the following week, we met all back up at the studio, and um, just you know passing the ox around. Yeah, yeah. And uh, catching just, the vibe. Yeah, we were just like, man, like I like what you do. He's like, nah, I like what you do. He's like, nah, I like what you do. Nah, you the man. Nah, you the man. Nah, you the man. All right, we the man. No, but but yeah, it's, and and that's kind of like how it sparked, and we just been kicking it like ever since, just kind of wow. brainstorming ideas and just kind of feeding off of each other's energy, um, and and sound wise, just kind of like picking each other's brains, like what do you, what do you do? Why do you do it? What and why is like always, yeah. it's always pops up. Does does GQ um yeah like how 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 has that relationship formed over time now that he's kind of like you know being on John Law Records is a big deal I mean yeah so, yeah, it's pretty so dope. like what what has that done I guess for you guys as far as like him learning to get up to that level and then you guys still grinding it out and still being together as a collective um uh really it's just uh, opening the door uh, I mean. It's it's one thing I think in the industry people don't realize like sometimes it's really not about the talent it's about who you know. Wow. But if you have the talent side to go with it and you have a good personality and good characteristic like that holds a lot of weight. You know what I'm saying? Like 
And really, that's what we've taken from this whole journey. You know what I'm saying? Just be genuine, man, and just make dope. Can I cuss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make yeah. dope shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make dope shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> dope shit. that's it. That's it, man. So, yeah, just just being attached to GQ just, just allows us to, you know, get into so many different avenues. You know what I'm saying? And really, I mean, it's really just the beginning. You know what I'm saying? We just kind of getting started. So, I mean, we got a lot coming. I mean, I don't want to talk about too much. Yeah, you can just give us some details. It, yeah, we got a lot. Yeah, we got we got some stuff coming, especially with uh, Ian Kelly. Like, Ian Kelly is really the guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's been out in NC um, with, with Q recording. Um, and so he's coming out with his with his uh, debut album, and it's going to be gonna be pretty great. I'm sure. Yeah, man. so. Excited. Yeah. Just, just backpacking on that, too, like, in terms of our relationship. Even getting a, in getting a foot in the door, like in the building, um, it's being about like who you know. In addition to that, it's just kind of like who are you as a person as well? Because you can know a lot of people, but if you're not really like an approachable person, right. and you're not, you know, your character ain't right. You ain't a human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that's the the thing that 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 keeps this collective together is that we're all just kind of like regular people. You know, you see us in and out of the booth or studio or whatever it's probably gonna be the exact same interactions energy like is it the movie like yeah. it, it's just it's just regular it's just regular people and i think q even in the platform that he is now with jamla and everything he appreciates that and he respects that about us and everybody else that's in the group it's just normal people you know what i mean yeah at the end of the day when when a lot of the music is over like that's all we gonna be Word. is yeah. normal people you know what i mean so it's always important to keep that in mind. So that's so, that's that's why we mesh together and you know work so well. Y'all got any questions that y'all got? Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go in depth with it, but I have to know the uh, the beat making process and how it starts. It's <laughs> okay. like you know you, I feel like you guys do a lot of you know I've seen it too. You know, soundtrack like I see that you 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 cut up your samples and then you may throw some drums on there and a bass line, but I want to see what order and what maybe, because sometimes it's out of order. Maybe it's not even right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So how was that process? How does um, it work? Man, honestly, the word that best describes it for me is scatterbrain. Mm. Um, mm. I, every time I walk into my garage, which is my current, you know, setup, um, it's just, I just have no idea what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the, that's the fun Right. part about it you know you never go into it like oh man i i gotta do this with the sample or i gotta do the drums like this man i never know i could be like chopping up drums uh, one day and i just find something to put on top of it um, i could be going through samples and hear something that grabs my ear like i i never know it's it's no it's no method mm -hmm. it's it's there's no method to making music it's I just like it's, you know what i'm saying it, it could be anything that sparks it could be uh some sounds i hear you know, out and about, it could, it, you know, I just, I can't put a finger on it. Right. You know what I mean? So whatever inspires me for the day, I just take it and run with it. And that's what comes out. You know what I mean? Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Zena, what's, what's, what's up? What's popping? <laughs> hey, man, thing, right? it, 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 it ain't too far off, dog. I ain't, ain't going to lie to you. It ain't too far off, man. Like, look, you know, when you, when you, when you making music and you're, Nothing is ever predetermined. Mm -hmm. Nothing's ever predetermined for for me for soundtrack like. And anything can change oh, at yeah. any moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anything yeah, yeah. can change. I don't think you should. You know, when 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 I sit down and I'm getting ready to make something, I don't. I don't want to have a direction. Uh -huh. 
I don't want to have a direction because that I think that limits you know the possibilities of what it's even gonna sound like. So mm-hmm. I you know I'll go through records, and go through drums, and just kind of you know just start throwing paint at the wall. One of the one of the homies always says we just throwing paint at the wall. Yeah, it's yeah. always just paint at the wall. Some of it sticks, some of it doesn't. Some of it don't stick till later. Some of it's been sticking and you just don't know it till later. You know what right. I mean? But I but I think you know there's really no there's really no method to the madness. I would say. Um, uh shit, what was I gonna say? That was that was one thing I was gonna say about that. Is there is there a certain is there a certain genre they all like to pull from? Like, cause I know y'all did. I've seen samples. I've seen Z sample something that's not even like two two two. <laughs> which one? Old. Which one was that? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Is it? You know what I like? He took one of the Bay anthems. <laughs> all right, so all right, all right. so Matthew. Okay, so if we talking if we talking that, um, I do know. You know, it's a lot of. There's a lot of. Uh, you think about sampling like soul beats, a lot of people are like gravitating towards a lot of the older, you know, sample records. But I think whatever your method is, even if it is a random thing, it can be applied to recent stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think sometimes exactly. that, I've been know, sampling some recent stuff, just like MP3s from like two or three years ago. Like, I applied so, techniques. Yeah. Like, whatever there, I can grab. there's a lot mm-hmm. of, there's like a soul album that released last year, and I've sampled it just because it has dope ass samples. Hey, like, man. Soul has no time limit yeah. or age. I yeah. mean, it, it doesn't have to be a record from the 70s. I know that's the sweet spot, right? The yeah. 70s and stuff. But, man, you can find stuff in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, even even today. Like, you, it could be something that was released today that's that's dope and it's soulful and it speaks to you. So, yep. it's really, I don't know what it is for, uh, for me, really. Um, I think it could just be hearing, like, a certain instrument or a certain uh, note or yeah. a frequency that just kind of just draws me into you know taking it and rearranging it sampling it and you know creating something out of it you know what i mean so that's that's just for me yeah i'm glad oh yeah man i'm I'm just so excited that you guys well i'm the same way you know what i mean like never going with an idea because when i do go in with an idea it never really pans out to what i wanted it to do right right Mm -hmm. right you know what i mean um you know i'm all trap over here i'm boom bap here i might be some you know new york down south i'm like all over the place mm. but the fact that people kind of i don't want to say undermine boom bap but they don't realize boom bap is so special because like, that's again, the foundation you can that's you can the foundation pick it, that too but you can also pick from like what dropped yesterday i mean i see people do it all the time you know what i mean like not just the beat but the acapella as well i'm seeing these guys put migos on top of a boom bap and i'm just like Ooh, that's hard. He actually yep. spitting. Yeah, so, right. You're right, right. You know right, what I mean. Right. So it's like it sounds like you know you take out the busy hi hats and just have the one, two, one, man, and it's look, like it's always the beat, man. It's always <laughs> the beats. You know what I mean. So that's why production is so important. You know what I mean. I'm just I, I appreciate y'all, man. That's tight. Yeah, and and I think too an approach in terms of the in terms of the hi hats too. Like I don't think I'm opposed to them. I just think that you know it's cool to use them in different ways. And I know, um, in certain respects, I think people may or may not pay like as much attention to that or just or just like o- overdoing it because it's 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 a um i just I, for me personally i just like to create a, a simplistic feel and kind of leave spaces if we're talking about methods like you know what i mean like i said it's it there's no real method to the madness but i always keep in mind um the artists you know what mm-hmm. i mean i think a lot of times as producers and in in up and coming just people that that are that are producing on a daily basis we're oftentimes like in our room right like all day in your own head every day yeah. in your in own, own head zone. and sometimes yeah. you can get i'll call it like you know producer syndrome where you mm-hmm. just like 
producing for producing for production's sake mm-hmm. and just yeah, like yeah. filling up to all f- the pockets yeah and then you know you give it to an artist they're like well where's the pocket that you want me to be in yeah. you know what i mean so I, I think if there is one method that i always trying to make a song not a beat right mm-hmm. yeah you know you're always trying to make a song and something that that can now be collaborated on with yeah. and not just something for for the self like if you you know you want to do that for your beat tape or something like that that's cool and that's why we put those out um but on, on a larger you know on a larger scale of things you know we want to we want to make songs you know for, for sure. people and you got to leave those pockets open so i think if you hear a lot of our stuff there is that space it's not always just like all over the place, but it's this groove that mm-hmm. ultimately when artists get on and you sing it, and you know, you're going to be bouncing to yeah. it and stuff like that. So that's, there is one distinct <laughs> method mm-hmm. that, that, it's, that. You probably, always leave space for an artist. Yeah. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, man, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, I'm I'm the type of producer where I do get locked up in a room and I'm putting like, I'm panning all over the place. I'm doing all this. And then when I do go to an artist, I'm like, oh, I can't rap on it. And so when that happens, the little synth, solo that I do, I'm like, won't you sing that? We'll take that out. Well, you mm. see this hi-hat, won't you rap like that? The hi-hat, right. we'll take that out. So basically, it's it's also, it's putting a lot, but also peeling back. And that's what I need to start doing is working with more artists so I can stop. Right. right Flexing that like, producer muscle. Yeah, you know, because I could do it all day, but then it's like, you know, it's like, oh, stop. You know what I mean? And he, I hear him rapping, I could actually right. like say, okay, we have a foundation. I could just, and then it's post-production after that, right? Right. Yeah. Keith, yeah. What, what was your first impressions of, of, uh, Zenon and uh, Soundtracks music whenever you started, like, seeing what they were putting out? Well, my first introduction was the the Cali Connect. Yep. And I was just like, this is what I love to hear. I'm from Jersey, by the way. So yeah, yeah. Like, I remember, yeah. Um, yeah. I remember we met. So, like, you know, when I hear some stuff that sound like home, it's like it's like hospitality it's like sonic hospitality at that point yeah that's that's what's up um like speaking of that like what's your influences like growing up as far as like music um and it it, for me as early as like timbaland you know Mm. timbaland and magoo that that era like you know what i mean i was just knocking indian flute yesterday yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) i mean you know i can i can go all over i mean i even caught early glimpses of like uh talib quali and um high tech you know that reflection internal that really that reflection internal really really did playlist for me yeah man that that moved something and that that blast like yo i had that on like repeat um but yeah that's early for me um and i even caught okay if we really gonna go into it, I caught the early uh, glimpse of Slum Village and Jay Dilla. Um, yeah. My my first yeah. my first introduction to Slum Village was Raise It Up. Um, yeah. That was back in like 2002, 2003. I did not know what it was at the time. I just mm-hmm. had it as a track on one of my mix CDs that I would make. Damn. You know and you I'm found saying? it on you found their music online or how'd you find their music? Yeah, I was you know downloading stuff online. I think I had seen a video on the box. I don't know if y'all remember the yeah. box. The box, I yeah. don't think I remember that. It, it's a it's a local like kind of music video channel. Um, you can call in and order, uh, oh, some yeah music videos okay. and stuff. I, so I, so I, I caught I caught one of their videos and man I had you know I had the Napster at the time. <laughs> yeah, so so <laughs> so I went I went downloaded the track. I was big on like downloading singles, like everybody's singles and making CDs. So yeah, yeah. I caught that, but it it, it 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 took me to go into high school. Like this, I graduated 2007, class 2007. So around that time, that's when he passed in 2006. So the homie was really big on him. And I was like, man, everybody's talking about 
So I had to go back. Like, again, I'm like, oh, this is on me from Slum Village. I'm like, man, that's crazy. And that's when I really started getting underneath, like, beneath the surface on the production side. Like, you know, remembering uh, producers and the artists they've worked with and, and not knowing that all my favorite songs were him. Like, you know, all the common joints he did, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that stuff, Erica Badu, yeah, yeah. Most Def, you know, Busta Rhymes, and just so getting many, back. So yeah, because I had to, I still have When Disaster Strikes on tape, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I date back with the with the hip-hop, but actually getting underneath the surface and seeing who made the beat, like the producer, like, that's what really grabbed my attention, but that's what led me to Jay Dilla. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's that's for me, that's one-stop shop. That's, that's my go-to, like, you yeah. know. He's he he's master of none, you know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah, like he, he can do it all. He has no style. Like yeah. he has no specific style. He can do it all, and that's the great thing about him. And that's what I take from him. It's like you don't have to be put in this one box. Like I feel like with production, we all get attracted to uh, this certain style. Like you know, we hear this one thing and we're drawn to it. We're like, okay, I have to make everything to make everything sound like this, and that's not the case for me. Like I, I don't want to like my beats. From I don't want my beats to sound the same from last week, or or two weeks ago, or a month ago, from yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from, from yesterday. Yeah, right, right. So stepping it up every day. It's stepping it up. You got to change it up, man. Um, so yeah, but yeah, that's for me as far as like production, like who who I've you know took up you know growing up. That's that's who I look up to. You were you, know? pro- you were producing before you knew who Jay Dilla was or you saw I, you studied Jay Dilla. Pro- he's he's probably who why I'm producing right now. Mm. Oh, so you did your homework on Dylan, you were like, "Yo, I got to try this shit." It's because man, when I heard him, you know, everything else up to that was every, you know, it was stuff that I could rock to or listen to and I'm like, "Man, this is dope." But when I heard him, I'm like, "Yo, he's like breaking the rules. Like this shit ain't possible. Like how is mm-hmm. this He's capable of making music at this level like that. No way. Yeah. I was like, man, I got to try that. You know, yeah. I got to do it. And even before that, you know, I was into uh, car audio. You know, I had, you know, speakers, subwoofers in my car. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that was always, always with me. You know, music always was there. Yeah. Um, Having Playing the dopest beats yeah, out of those, yeah, those yeah, speakers. Even if I didn't know it. Yeah. So I, I'm just always the kind of cat. I like to tinker with stuff. So I always like break it down and. See what you know. I was a kid taking apart my video games mm. and computers yeah. and stuff mm. like that, you know, and yeah. putting them back together yeah. Yeah. and things like that. So when I got into the production side, it was the same concept. It was like, yep, man, so how do I break? Yep. How do I break everything down? And how are they creating these sounds and putting these sounds together? Mm. You know. And so that's that's how I got started. And this was like back in high school, um, just very innocently you know making music and fruity loops i mean we've all yeah, used fruity loops that's so mm-hmm. crazy i feel like everyone of us here started on fruity Yo, loops i started on fruity loops too he started on fruity loops too everybody, everybody. Uh, ninth, ninth wonder you know yeah. what i mean like yeah that's, what made me that's why i got fruity loops. Really? Yeah. that's why i got fruity loops because man. when i, I <laughs> man i forgot how i uh, mers that mers tape he uh-huh. did um i forgot what it was called Chemistry. it's escaping me which one chemistry yeah. no nah, it was like uh Fuck, I forgot the name of it. it has, I it forgot. 316? 316. 316. There yeah. you go. It was 316. Um, well, I heard that tape, and then in that tape, there's like a line where Merz is like, oh, and Ninth makes his beats on Fruity Loops. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What's this Fruity Loop shit? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I got that shit, and I made like four or five beats on it, and I was like, nah, I want hardware now, though. But it it, it was like quick. That happened for me. 
Yeah. I mean, I went from uh, digital to analog. You know, I had to backtrack. You know, I had to backtrack. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, Dylan made beats on the MPC. Like, gotta go get a 3000. So how long you been producing for then? Um, uh, I would say, I mean, I've been making beats for over, for about 10 years, but I mean, on and off. Didn't take it serious um, until like the, maybe the past two or three years. And Zenon, for you, how about your like influences and how long you been? Producing? Yeah, about the same. I mean, man, Timberland too. Timberland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all we all rocking that bounce. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, for me too, just growing up in the Bay, like Clyde Carson, you know, uh, and, team yeah, and like too, a lot cool. of like. The, Clyde Carson, he, uh, okay. uh, he was part. See, I'm not from here, so sometimes y'all be dropping names where I'm like, I, I don't know these people. But see, like, that's why Zena, my nigga, bro, like, he, <laughs> he be taking bass shit. And, all right, man, bro, I'm going to let you finish. My bad, my bad. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I like it, but, you know, a lot of the, because he's, he's very, like, uh, he, he does a lot of, like, ambiances, like, synths and stuff like that with Clyde. Mm. Um, and it, but, it's, but it's funny, though, like, like the journey of just, like, listening um to my influences and stuff because you know i start there and a lot you know I, you know we all from oakland so you know we did a lot of like hyphen and we mm-hmm. like those sounds and stuff that but bounce. i think over time too i don't oh, know I, I think i I just reached like this like this point of diminishing returns in terms of like man okay what else is what else is there what else is out there and it's funny too just like linking with q you know this was this was a while back um when i was just heard he was doing music right mm-hmm. so i'm like oh that's dope um you know, she, let me let me hear some stuff. So I'm looking. He he, he made this uh this mixtape called Blended. It was one of his very first blended blended tapes. Um. And uh, you know what? No, it wasn't blended. It was this. It was this. Uh, it was an album called uh, Trouble Man. Okay. This was GQ. GQ was okay. one of his early. Man, he had a o- Oakland Rebels jacket yeah, on, yeah, like yeah. just just real like. <laughs> so I'm listening to it, and this track comes on called Met You. It's this sample. And then I met you. I must have played that out for about a month. <laughs> knife repeat. It was my first. It was like one of the one of the first like introductions to knife. Really Ooh. for me coming out of. I think I was like two thousand two thousand nine or something like that. Mm, and I'm just okay. like, man, this is what I've been trying to make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is what I gravitate towards, yeah. and I love. I mean, I love my hometown. I love. I love the sound. But it was. It was something about just what that was that just felt that like feeling. home. It felt like mm-hmm. home every time. And I mean, I down there cry listening to that, <laughs> to listen to that song. And it's, and it's, um, and so obviously not, you know, Ninth Wonder was kind of like, however your introduction to Dilla was, however his introduction, you know, soundtrack's introduction to Dilla, like Ninth was that for me. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because just taking that and talking with soundtrack about it and, and, and kind of going over it, it all stems from Dilla. So the second, so like, yep. ninth was also kind of like my my uh, uh, second wind of getting into getting under the hood of Dilla too, and mm. just every influence that he's had because he's kind of like the you know Godfather, if you will, right? Yeah. And like spawned a lot of these other sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, I'm sure there's other influences, but from that, you know, it's plenty. Those, those are the, <laughs> like the the cornerstone. Yeah. From that, it's plenty, man. Yeah. You know, you 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 get a lot of a lot of the others, but it's but it's they they kind of the cream of the crop um and just to know too that he started on something like fruity loops because i think my journey is always i think beforehand i was always like man what's the latest software i was always like oh the latest software gotta make the latest beats gotta have the latest latest good stuff um and it's funny because just year after year after year you learn so much more about the simplicity of the craft mm-hmm. and that yeah. you, and that less is more and that you don't 
need a lot of stuff. And I think, too, right. just, like, knowing, like, seeing Knife with, with a Fruity Loops program yeah. and stuff that I started with yeah. I, that I try to, like, shy away from. It's like, us girl from Destiny's Child came off of that and, like, everything else that he made. You know what I'm saying? So um, just learning, too, man, like, the simplicity of the software. Like, it ain't got nothing to do with yeah. what you use. Yeah. It has nothing to do with what you use. It's just who's using it. How you make it sound. How do you make it sound? Yeah. Yeah, and I what that's I think I a part I miss um as far as going back mm-hmm. um to the uh analog, you know, with the MPC. Mm-hmm. Um man, it's a lot you can do with a turntable, a mixer, some records and a sampler. Ooh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like cuz I had know. to go from Fruity Loops to the MPC 3000, which I still have. I mean, I'm on machine now, but it's the machine is basically the MPC, but man, just it's the MPC of the now. It's the MPC. It's funny. I went from Machine Micro to MPC Studio right now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was on Machine for like five years. Okay. And and so to see Ninth Wonder on Machine now, yeah, and yeah. to see a lot of people right, right, on right, Machine, right. I'm like, hell yeah, it's a dope ass piece of software to produce on. But I just want to do something different. Like I, I moved out here, and then I was like, I was on some like new life type shit new life new beat machine like yeah. mm-hmm. so but nah the machine is dope for I, sure. I just hate the mouse <laughs> yeah, yeah. i just hate the mouse yeah. like i got to a point where i'm like man i am i'm i'm watching my music more than i'm making it mm. so i want to feel everything and i think that is the mpc right so when we when you got machine coming out and these patterns analog field buttons are big and it's like it's it's the easiest way to get your thoughts from your brain yeah. to the timeline without yeah. even having to look at the screen it's just all feeling I don't want to have to look at anything. And I think that's our goal, too, even as we make the music and what y'all feel, too. Like, we want you to feel what we felt. You know, you'll hear it later, but feel it. You feel it first. Like, this was, this was, it's like a time capsule. It's like a time capsule on emotions. Like, everything that we felt right here, we want to put that here right now. And that's what we try and give people through those How, how long have you been producing for, Zena? I would say probably about the same, like, 10, ten you know, 10, but but getting more into it probably these last four or five. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's good, man. That's I have six years. Keys two. Uh, I say about ten. Fahim. And the same yeah. thing. Last two or three, it's like uh, career. Nah, this has yeah. to be a career. Like this yeah, it's crazy. It was always a thought awesome. for me because yeah. you know my dad produced for a hot minute, so it was like, man, do I ever want to do this? And he still produces, right? Yeah, he still produces. You'll catch him one day. <laughs> nah, yeah, we but gonna have him he on has, here when he drops his beat. NPCs <laughs> are like. A family heirloom kind of like um when i was younger he had you know i like come visit and stuff and the way he keep me busy was he put the mpc in front of me and then i just hit the pads he i didn't remember this he told me like two weeks ago he was like yo um you've been making beats longer than you think you have and i'm like what do you mean he was like i used to give you the mpc and you used to hit the pads and you just was amazed that sounds was coming out I just so like loud. when I had to get ready and stuff. I just give you the MPC and just let you go ham. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy because I do that with my daughter. Yeah, I turn Yo, around and the machine that it lights up, so she sees the blue colors. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, my niece yeah. is really attracted to the machine because you <laughs> yeah. know the colors Yo, too. Yeah, yeah. you know my the niece, lights and stuff. Yeah. My niece, she, man, I gotta like to like I'm working. Like you gotta, <laughs> you gotta go do something. Like go play with that doll over yeah, there. Yeah, so. yeah. Nah, but I like introducing her to music uh, in that manner. And man, the other night, the other day, we were actually watching um. Michael Jackson videos. Okay. Mm. And she's into like that. You know, she's she's practicing his moves for her talent show and stuff all like right, that. Right. So it's good yeah. that she really loves music, man. She loves music, dude. Yeah. And that's good to teach them young, too. Like, yep. how you doing with your daughter and stuff? Like, because, yeah. man, who else is going to teach them? 
you know, yeah, they might they might you gotta pick, pass it on. You got to pass it on. They might pick sure. up on the wrong things along the way because it's a lot of bullshit out here and it's a lot of bullshit on the radio. So, man, you got to, you know, do it while she's young. You know what I mean? Speaking of bullshit, I mean, I actually wanted to touch on that bullshit. <laughs> I can't wait to ask y'all. <laughs> all right. All right. So, but like, I just wanted to agree with you guys that like Dilla is God pretty much. Cause, like, I mean, he's just it, a, a producer <laughs> that showed everyone that you shouldn't be boxed into anything. Like, I feel like he's just a universal producer. Right. I wouldn't sound the way I sound if it wasn't for Dilla. Same yeah, I here. got a little bit of influence from that. You know, from first and for me, it was Knots. Right? Ooh, oh, yeah. So yeah, when I heard yeah. Barry Bonds, I was like, oh, shoot. Right. You know right. what I mean? And then that's when Barry I Bonds that. produced? Yes. Yeah. Nas. Nas made Barry Bonds, bro. No. Yo, I honestly thought Kanye did that. No, because when I heard it, it was too good to be true. I'm like, man, he's on some next level shit. Then I look at the credits. I'm like, oh, yeah, he ain't do that. I'm like, that makes sense. It makes sense, right? Again, Nas stemmed out from Nas to ninth. And then that's when I found out Dilla. So Dilla really came last for me. Okay. And I was like, Oh, Dilla is responsible for the sound. Right, right. right. So it kind of <laughs> going back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So Same thing happened to me. Yeah. And then I started dissecting all the techniques, mm -hmm. applying it to my MPC. Yep. And then just I was like, yo, it's a technique. Like it's not a style. Like you take the technique, you apply it to whatever sample you want. Yeah. And whatever you get out of it is, you know, how you feel. Yeah. And right. you know, that's how I ended up with what I got now. The catalog of beats I have now is most of it's a result of just dissecting those techniques and then taking other techniques that I've dissected over listening to everybody's yeah. stuff and applying. Hell yeah. So it's just a hodgepodge yeah, that's, that's, that's how it should be. Yeah. So um, so wanna, what were you going to say about bullshit? Bullshit, man. Like, okay, so like, <laughs> yeah, I get I get what the young kids are doing. And I really, I appreciate them trying to find their art and really trying to direct all that negativity into something beautiful, which is music. So I can't knock them for that. Mm. But... You talking about like trap music? I mean, or what are I you do talking trap about? as well. It's just, yeah. it's just like you know, it's, it's the, um, I don't know, it's the, it's the lack of substance, I guess. But I, who am I to say? I want to see how you guys feel about how hip hop, also from back in the day, has been simplicity, mm -hmm. and then it got really conscious, and then I feel like it went back to simplicity again, but in a different way. But like, how do you feel about where hip hop is going? Like, it, it's like hip hop is one of those genres where it wasn't accepted. Now it's everywhere, and it's oversaturated. Right, but it all stems back from. Well, well, let's let's go back to the conscious part for a minute. Um, yeah, I read an article um, about Too Short. I mean, you know, Too Short's, you know, real upbeat party music right. and stuff. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. especially when he got with Lil John. Yeah. You know, yeah. that yeah. that kind of revived his career, if you yeah. will, if you will say. Mm -hmm. But man, I seen an uh, article. He was talking about he wanted to actually put out an album like along the lines of what Tupac was doing, like Brenda's Got a Baby mm -hmm. and all of that. Mm. But the his record company, you know, was against it. Wow. You know, they wouldn't let him release the music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I mean. He was on that path too, cause he did that track with Hove. Oh, yep. okay, it was yep. yeah, good. Just a week ago, yep. Yo, I'm telling you, man. Like it's it, it could be you could some would say it's a conspiracy, yeah. you know, with the record labels. I mean, they kind of control like what's going on, like what's on the airways. But we also have a choice to to tap in and listen to that too. So mm -hmm. I mean, some people only take in what's what's given to them. You know, we eat what's given to us. You know, what we're fed. You know, right, so right. I, I feel like. A lot of people are being fed this bullshit, mm -hmm. but you know they they're have, allowing it. They have to, yeah, they're allowing it. You know, yeah. they have to be conscious enough to know, you know, like okay, like yeah, I'm listening to this, I like this, but this is not 
the only music that I have to listen to. Like I have right. options, you know. Right, right. I always say this to people, like, man, we can't, you can't, like, music. You know, like I said, it it, it brings out emotions. You know, you can't, you can't be fucking doing laundry listening to Migos or like 21 yeah, like you know what I mean place for everything you know it's, yeah. a, it's a time and a place for everything man it's it's mood music I mean that's what I try to create and that's what I like to listen to you know um yeah I mean he could elaborate more because I mean he has a whole nother side of music that he's into you know that he's like enlightened me about and oh, that dope. I appreciate you yeah. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so speak yeah. on that yeah yeah I think <laughs> mm-hmm. Which part you want me to elaborate on the, the different side? I mean, all right. Yeah. So I mean, I listen to a lot of there. Are, there are a lot that goes into my influences. Like I listen to a lot of Latin music, like a lot of like Afro-Cuban music, kimba, okay. which yeah, is yeah. which is uh, Cuban salsa. Cool. Um, I dance, so yeah. like a lot of that. A lot of that culture is if you dance, you listen to the music. If you no, I'm Hispanic, music, so a lot of that Latin dance. music, I already know. What you're so exactly. Yeah, so no. there's there's um. And I think I I think I view it I view it on a larger scale too is like <laughs> a lot of a lot of this stuff a lot of stuff starts in the hood mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. stuff starts in Afro based communities or or things like that and I think over time they get reappropriated to a point where the people that created it don't even realize that they need to mm-hmm. stand up for it mm-hmm. because it's been taken from them. So yeah. they're just busy trying to make money off of it because of how they're how they're like shunned away. Right. And a lot of those Afro based music, whether it's hip hop, whether it's Kimba, whether it's whatever, music from the island, like it's the same habits. It gets watered down. Mm-hmm. The the uh, the messages become more of a uh let's appeal to all mm-hmm. you know. That only is monetarily based, I feel, and I think that hurts. I think that can hurt hurt the hurt the music, um, hurt and and ultimately hurt the culture of 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 whatever that music is stemming from. Um, and I feel like sometimes that's what's going on in hip hop as well. I mean, I know people got to eat. <laughs> yeah, you know, so they 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 seek out record labels and 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 uh, and um, the and, and, and the big ones and kind of yeah. like compromise the what they want to do. Yeah. yeah, what they would yeah. rather do to to then put on a show that fits that fits the agenda of a certain record label or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But they don't realize too that like again, like the youth the youth eats that up and they listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um not all those messages are like super super positive. <laughs> no, you I know mean, what yeah, I mean? Like we I just mean, lost nah, well we just the... lost a couple couple artists or right. like a major artist like right. this month, right? Like to some to some things that may or may not have had to do with the music directly, but I know sometimes the way that it's portrayed, mm-hmm. um, you know, is sometimes it's like, man, only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's devastating too because a lot of kids will, because they're not fully you know kids ain't always fully developed mentally. Mm-hmm. They'll yeah. martyr they'll martyr that that artist and be like, oh, I want to yeah. be like him. And then we got a generation of kids that that uh, aren't <laughs> they don't think rationally sometimes. Yeah. And and they think it's okay to not think rationally because it's you know, um, and again that stems from how we, what are we putting through the speakers? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. What messages mm-hmm. are we sending? What examples are we setting? Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree with you, man. I mean, I I feel like we all have been through that era where it's, I mean, because now I feel like it's my, you know, um, the thousands era when I was listening to Nelly and the Saint Lunatics, and yep. I was on that hype where, yep. if it sounds good, fuck it, turn up, you know, all mm-hmm. that. And I feel like 
today it's on steroids. It's like <laughs> Nelly was yeah. doing that, but he was rapping about love and shit with like yeah. Nelly and stuff. Like it was different. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Not anymore. It's not even yeah, like that. It, that's a good way to put it. That now it's just on steroids. It's on steroids. I, feel like, you. I was like, I damn, feel you like, on that. I used to have to do rag in the two pet vans across the sweat. <laughs> like I used to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like same thing. I didn't really think, but it was still a good feeling. But now it's like on a whole nother. It's like I can't even fathom. Hey, you gotta, I mean, I mean, you gotta understand, man. Music is powerful. It's it is. It, yep. music is is the community, right? It's mm -hmm. your it, music is your peers. Oftentimes, like oftentimes, if I'm not. I'm not, if we're not kicking on a daily basis, I'm kicking it with, with whoever else, I might be gravitating towards said music, right? Yeah. Don't know what, what kind of music. So I think a lot of times, you know, for, 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 for large groups of people, like, you listen to the stuff that, that you're around with your people because you, ultimately it's about you wanting to connect with them. Mm -hmm. Whether yeah. you do it subconsciously, whether yeah. you do it knowingly or not, like, we're in this room oftentimes because we connect with the like music, my, yeah. right? With yeah. with the people, and the music plays the background to that. You know what I mean? But sometimes those actions that we hear in the music, because we want to relate to those people, yeah. sometimes become realities. Right. And sometimes we then turn up or do dumb things, or we want to be with this whatever. So we out the window, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing doing ill stuff that that is you know can end our lives. <laughs> what, do you, what do you feel about that? How do you feel about that view, Keith? That Zenon explained. That's kind of how I view it. Yeah. Like, it's just the also the way I view it is from a um like a, I observe everything, right? And I kind of just take it in and try to break it down into the art form. So like if your track was displayed in a, a all white room in the MoMA with like a painting or a video to go with it, like what would the person that's trying to articulate was going on? Like how would they figure that out? And that's kind of how I tried to, like, when it first came about, I just dismissed it. Like, when, like, Future, like, skyrocketed, mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand these cats. I'm not going to listen to them. And then it took me, like, I went home, and that's all everybody was listening to. And when I left, that's not what they was listening to. <laughs> it was listening mm -hmm. to completely, like, I left Jersey in 2012. Like, what was hot in Jersey in 2012? And when I came back, basically, in, like, 2015... 2016 was completely different vibe wow so it was just like well if that if this sound took over my neighborhood and my area let me see what's going on and what resulted in it was i had a ton of great experiences while bumping this type of music <laughs> and then i had a completely different understanding and then um recently i went to 1015 Folsom and virgil a blow of louis vuitton now he's a hella big um, he was DJing with Heron Preston, and they was just dropping a whole bunch of, you know, stuff kids like listening to. And in that environment, I was like, I get it. Mm. In this environment, it works out. But if I'm cutting the grass, you know. <laughs> right, right. yeah, man. It just does not, it, it, it doesn't um, invite the lyrics that, mm. it's that should be on it. It's obvious. Yeah. It's obvious. And yeah. that's what I'm saying about that, yep. about that culture is, is when you make that certain type of music, you know these types of people are gonna listen to it, right? So it's not like you're gonna be like, oh, uh, over some type of trap stuff, like, man, you know, we gotta come together. <laughs> like, so when have you so, ever heard it? And it's just the truth. I've never, I've yeah. never heard like a, and that's not saying trap's terrible. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying it doesn't invite yeah. those lyrics sometimes for like a, like a progressive community. Right. That hip hop was founded. And, and I think, I think it's like to keep it, 
purely into hip hop, I've always felt like hip hop is always going to be a reflection of what's going on in the hood, like what you're saying. And right now, seeing like how certain things are glamorized and some some things are just kind of like put on spot way too much. It's kind of scary to think that a lot of the stuff you hear in the music is truly reflecting what's going like, you know what I mean? Like uh, music is always kind of reflecting what's going on in society. But right now, I just think it's a weird spot because I've never seen hip hop being like I, I was hearing an interview. I don't know what what it, who it was, but it was like I think it was on the Breakfast Club. It's like at first when hip hop came out, at least they were telling you that the crack baby era stuff was like bad. Mm -hmm. And now it's like we're glorifying the whole opium being a fiend. And you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, that was it so was, it's a, it's kind of like a scary reflection. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um. I, I I take it that everybody knows who Lee R. Cohen is. Yeah, you yeah. talk. Yeah, I was talking watching about the same one, right? That, so that interview. I basically seen that, for me, yeah. I always had a theory of oh, they just trying to make money and they doing drugs, or whatever, and that's how they yeah. make their money. I mean, hearing it from his mouth kind of confirmed it for me. Even though it's it's sort of sort of like Donald Trump doesn't like people of color, mm -hmm. and you knew that until he started acting a certain way. Then you're like, oh, it confirmed. Yeah. I already always knew, but now it's like you want to say it. Yeah. Now Lee R. wants to just say, you know. I mean, he managed Run DMC. Yeah. 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 Run DMC did go pop. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's almost heartbreaking. You know, it's like you you come from where it was just you throwing a party at your house. You make 36 grand and then you, you fuck it off doing whatever because you're mm -hmm. a kid. But then, like, you're part of 300 ENT, then you're signing Young Thug, you're signing. Migos. Migos. Yeah. And then, like, you get up to the top and there you got YouTube music and you're saying, hey, I got to eat too. You know what I mean? And then Charlemagne kind of called him on it and said, like, yeah. don't you think it's kind of hypocritical what you're saying? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it, he's like, I, and I like the fact that he says, I can't give up on a, a, a person because every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. Right. So I really can't put these kids in a box because they're going through a phase. Mm. And, I don't know, man. How do y'all feel about that? Like, do y'all agree with that in some type of way? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think everything comes in uh, waves. Um, you know, I think right now, like, we're in this wave of this trap music and stuff. Um, but I feel like underneath, um, it, we're we're coming. We're in a good space. I yeah. think right now. Um, I think Everyone has. There's a resurgence going on. Yeah, there, there's a big resurgence we, going on. Like we all, the the way I see it, you know, and like the reason I even wanted you guys to come on is because like. We are, we have a chance to be the response to what people think they have to eat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right, right, right. right now we're at a perfect time where it's just like anyone can kind of build their own platform. They can build their own brand yep. and you can show people, hey, there's an other thing. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, and that's why, you know, for you guys to keep going with the music and then have the connections that y'all have and have the collective that y'all have right. is so dope because... You just never know three, four years down the line, you guys end up making an impact, which I wouldn't be surprised just because of the team y'all have. The music is dope. Right, right. Like y'all make an impact and some young kid who's going to be 16, 18 in a couple years is going to watch y'all's interview because y'all's music was dope and be like, yo, man, like, let me go watch their interviews about how they were coming up and shit just because like now people have the choice to go eat different shit. It's just like. Yeah. What work are you gonna put in to show other people there's an other thing? Right, and I and I think that's uh, why me and Zenon kind of cling to at the Ave Records, 
Um, with yeah, speak with, on with, that. With yeah. DJ Flo, yeah. Chris Santos, um, and Monty Draper. Um, just because, man, they 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 really want to preserve preserve mm-hmm. the culture, you know, and preserve the sound, this music that we're doing. Um, especially being from the Bay, like you know, um, I think it's a good thing. Like I said, we're in a we're in a good time right now. Like you said, you can build your own lane, you can have your own lane, build your own following, and just like really feed the people that really appreciate what you do and really can take it all in. Um, yeah. I mean that's 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 what we gravitate to, you know, like like minded people that that really see things how you see it, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, it, you can, it, you know, it's so easy for you to get sucked in and you know follow trends and stuff like that, you know. Um, so to stand out and stand against everything, what's especially what's going on right now, yeah. you know, it, it's like what are you gonna do? You know, you're gonna be with it or against it, you know what I yeah. mean? So that's and that's big for me, you know. And without the Av, why we connect with them so much too is because it, it's not monetarily based, man. It's, it's, it's the music first. It's always the music first. Mm-hmm. The music and the people. Uh, Monty's a great dude. Chris, uh, DJ Flow. DJ Flow's a great dude. Like all those guys, we just naturally connect with them and they just naturally love everything about music. Yeah. Um, I think when that comes first, <laughs> You know, I think even for people looking at that, like kids, you know, the, the the kids that you're talking about that are up, you know, that'll see this in the future. They'll understand that none of this happens without <laughs> without that frequency, mm-hmm. yeah. without that love. It doesn't first. happen yeah. without the love for the for for the music, right? Because if it's just Montelli bass, you're gonna skip every step, yeah. skip every step that's important to how you feel about what it is you're trying to do. So that is one of the the major reasons why. Um, you know, we'll be doing you know music with at the Ave and a lot of and a, and a lot of people in that camp. How did how did y'all um how did that connection come about? Um, or how long y'all been like? I guess are y'all signed to them or like what's the deal? Yeah, in a sense, I mean it's an indie label. Okay, um, I mean they just really help push the music. You know sure. what I'm saying? So it's you know it's it's kind of like I don't know how to put it. It's they, just it's, it's they they help with with a lot of distribution. Yeah, distribution and promotion. They got their machine um, yeah, already not, kind of figured out. Yeah, I, I would say it's more of a collective. Yeah, over over like a label kind of situation. You know, it's almost, so. it's almost like a one day soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. almost like a one day <laughs> soon in a That's sense. A like no official label yeah. or anything, but we help camp with people help help putting the music out um, of of like minded you know yeah. music and stuff like that. Um, mainly met though I know Flo and, and soundtrack met you know with records. Um, being in the record stores a oh, lot, yeah. and I know he connected with 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 DJ Flow on that. Um, and he kind of just, you know, off of that, con- you know, connected with the rest of us, and 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 liked a lot of the stuff. And again, just was genuinely, like, hey, let's, you know, we should. There's anything we can do to help, you know, it's just those personal things, like anything we can do to help. We're like, oh yeah, we got these beat tapes. <laughs> we yeah. getting ready to cool. get ready to do, and and uh, he's like, yeah, you know, we can press them up and blah blah. So, how many copies of the How It Sound did y'all make? Uh, we got about fifty copies of the tapes. Nice, yeah. nice. So, so they, just kind of starting out small scale. Right, starting to see. out small. Hey yeah. man, I caught, I forgot to bring my tape, bro. But uh, it's all good. I, I was hoping the videographer. I mean, the whole thing with the videographer fell apart. But like, I was gonna put the tape right okay. here, shit. But yeah, yeah. No, yeah I, you know that that 
when I saw that you put it on tape, I was like, I gotta. Got yeah, this man, shit. I, I love because that's one of my goals is putting one of my beat tapes on right, tape. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of it's kind of surreal, you know, to see your own, you know, what you what you made being put on the cassette. <laughs> Physical, like, you know, it's, yeah. it's so nostalgic, you know. Yeah. But for me, it's like a collector's item, you know, because because we we deal with the you know online digital streaming and stuff like that, so. It's good to actually have a copy mm-hmm. in your hand, you know. So. Yeah, man, y'all go cop that, man. That lo-fi, that lo-fi copy is <laughs> yeah, banging. Yeah, y'all still got some. Y'all still got some in stock. Yeah, so most definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's the bet. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. that's the bet. If any of y'all need one, man, hit me up. You know, yeah. hook y'all up. I got some tapes, not with me, but they in the car. Dope. No, I, I keep them on me out the, out, out the truck. <laughs> out the truck. Oh, yeah. so on that Houston I, hustle. I gotta <laughs> ask y'all, man, as a collective, one day soon. Let's say after Ev is like, hey, man, like, pretty much. Let's say like it was a. A turn of events where you guys can pick actually a mainstream artist because I know you guys flip a lot of the mainstream lyrics and kind of just put your own flavor onto mm-hmm. it. Who are your top artists? I mean, it could be top five, top ten. Like, who would you know? All Kanye, new Kanye, or you know, who who what? getting a soundtrack and Zine? Let's and say <laughs> let's say y'all can like pick a couple albums that you guys appreciate. That's not really what you guys do now, but as far as let's say the last ten years, and you could take those lyrics and actually redo the album. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, who would you pick? That's a good question. Like, you know, like as a as a artist, you know, like that's that's a hard question. You know what I mean? It, it is a hard <laughs> question, but I just want to make. I mean, that's why you can't pick one. But it's got to be several artists that you're like, man. I, I wish he did this. Album. I wish he did like. Ooh. I mean, one of the guys I would say. I mean, he's already done it though. But it would be Anderson Pack. Ah. I mean, you know, ah. with with the with, with the knowledge, knowledge, with knowledge, yeah, yeah. Yo, that that's, no worries is that's, hard. That's like I, right I up no my worries. alley. No worries is hard. Yeah, that's that's like right up my for alley. knowledge to make him sound like that. That's <laughs> oh yeah, so dope. Oh yeah, it's so yeah. dope. It's it's a complete. so you so you would have gone with Anderson Pack to want to flip him on some. Like, oh, most definitely. Oh, most definitely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that might be hard. That's I think a cool. I hear What that. about you, Zena? I mean, man, Anderson Pack is. That was a good pick. Yeah. Man, we're gonna have to go around. That, this one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because he took mine. It's funny because he took mine, man. But I mean, just in the in 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 my experiences of stuff that I have flipped that I do like, the stuff that uh, that's on it already, man. <laughs> he already knows <laughs> future. <laughs> oh, but yeah. he flipped a lot of future, man. It's something about that bounce when he when it when it falls under that 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 uh something that just on that one that bounce. Ooh. And that boom bap, like future voice, kind of come out. What? They come out. That's crazy. Come out kind of killer. Like so much. Do, do you have killer. you released like some of those remixes that you do with Future's vocals on your stuff? No, no, I haven't released them yet. No, no. Probably, oh yeah. Well, see. Okay, we got to come back around the soundtrack. <laughs> no, pick, pick, another, pick another no, one. No promo. No promo. <laughs> hey, no promo. Hey, <laughs> pick <laughs> pick another artist. I don't want uh, one. Like, okay. Pick, pick yeah. yeah. One. All right. Well, if we if we speaking on like the new wave, let's let's try it. If we speak if we speaking on the new wave. We talking, talking people we would want to work with. But he's saying it's almost like a remix. Almost, yeah, it's almost, like a yeah. remix, man. Okay. Look, 21, 21, 21. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's, it's a different bound. I'm telling yeah, yeah. you. Oh, man, it's a, I, and, I, and French Montana. Oh, yeah. Yo. Frenchie. Yeah. French on Boom Bap. Hey, Frenchie. Frenchie is I'll tell you, man. Man, you stole mine. Come on, man. man. Get another one no, in there. Get another man, one in there. Fresh man. Montana. Who, who else? You know, who else, man? Like, I mean, shit. We're going around. Block Boy. 
Okay. Lock boy. Okay. All right, we buy, we got to wrap it up in like five minutes. All so right. Fahim, get you get you one. Oh, okay. I'm um, not ready. Of course, I would, I would just say Drake because he's been yeah. part of that culture uh, already. He knows. Yeah. I think he's yeah. just doing for the culture. Period. Oh, okay. but of course, but of course. Oh, always. You know that. I mean, that's that's the guy. Yeah. I yep. mean, let's, oh man, I'm gonna say one that I already did. Oh yeah. Um, YBN Namir. Even yeah. though mm. even though his 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 lyrics is a little polarizing, mm. it's just something about it. Okay. Mad ninety. He's gonna go controversial. <laughs> He's hey, going with a controversial hey, artist. He, he he got the gun in the air and everything no, in the video, dope. but just to reel off a few, Bus Rhymes, oh. Snoop Dogg, DMX. Ooh. We didn't, yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Uh I, for, proof. for me right now, I mean, this isn't an artist that's on the new wave, but some a new artist that I would want to work with, Uncle Loot. Uncle Loot. On uh on uh J Cole's, uh what's the name of his um Dreamsville or something? Yeah, Dreamville. 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 Uncle Lou, I really want to work with him. My friend put me on him early this year. I was like, Yo, who the fuck is this? Like, mm -hmm. dude is super nice. Um, him, and man, I mean, this is probably played out, but I would really, really love to produce for Kendrick Lamar. Like, he's oh, just yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's and that's what I was trying hey, to figure out if we were talking about remixes or we were just talking yeah, about no, people like, in general. Well, I went, people in general. Like, yeah. I went, oh, okay. I went okay. with it on some, like, people I want to work with. If it's like, yeah. Yeah. But, but, people in general. I think, yeah. I think for me, this though, some, sometimes I hate going with the obvious. But uh, it's like, it's just so yeah. good. Yeah, like, yeah, why not? You know what I'm saying? So I try to think outside of that. So that's why. I feel you. And no lie, like, for us, and it ain't even because he can't, but, like, the main obvious cue. Like, oh, word, word, word that's word, a bless. It's a yeah. blessing. It's a blessing that's to work sure. with him on a yeah. daily, just because he's um. It's it's something that, again, like, you feel him before you hear him. You hear him, mm -hmm. but it's like, man, it's every line, man. Go, yeah, go back and listen to that. No, East 14. I've been listening I to his album, that that East 14. Yeah, man, I, it's I every line. Yeah, he don't quit. Nah, I was listening quit. to like the past two weeks when I got on the at the Av website and I saw the whole GQ connection. I was like, yo, G they know GQ, and I started listening to his albums. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I could definitely see the connection there. Highly talented. Yeah, and he's for sure, and, man. and and it's funny because even on the platform, if it. it it gives a light. It sheds light on Oakland in a totally yep. different angle than what we're accustomed to, and Word. that's kind of like what we all want to bring and what we appreciate. Yeah, about what he's doing right now. Y'all are like, standing out for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah, man. So we we about to wrap it up here. Um, got it. People who listen to this, you got to go check out that how it sound, uh, beat tape from soundtrack and Zenon got hit. The name of yours is. Oh yeah, y'all <laughs> no y'all don't check. Don't worry about my joint. Worry about this cat, man. I heard that. I heard that. Come, coming. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all gotta go cop both of those. I heard that and how it sound. I mean, yeah, that you cannot go wrong with that. Anything you guys want to add, Fahim Keys? Uh, none, man. I kind of want to insert this new thing where I wanted to give out a producer tip. Oh, do it, do it. Um, I mean, really, what I started doing now was putting my own drum loops on cassette tape, mm -hmm. but then bouncing it on the cassette tape and then bouncing it back in. Mm. Yo. So it adds a lot of warmth to the mm -hmm. drums and also I just have a kind of an undertone so all the producers out there get experimental. A soundtrack, you wanna add anything? Okay, if we speaking about drums, yeah. man, 
stop over compressing your drums. Mm. A lot of stuff that comes in, especially if you sample drum breaks, which is what I do, a lot of these sound packs you're getting are already compressed. Mm-hmm. You know, EQ. EQ is your friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bring really, out the frequency that you want to yeah. hear. In you the, don't need to compress because you're when you over compress, you're squashing the drums, you yep. know, the, the natural sound of the drum. Mm-hmm. They compressed it back in 1962. <laughs> <laughs> don't compress yeah, it again. I'm surprised none of the kids see the, the big waveform. It, yeah. it looked like a block. You probably shouldn't. You, yeah, should, no. you probably shouldn't. I'm glad that we're talking about drums. What what tips you got on drums, Keith? I got one too. Clean. Just make sure your chops is clean. And also, well, and also think of it like a drummer, man. Like stop cranking it up when you record it in all the time. Like be an engineer. Be an engineer when you produce. Yeah, you know I mean, think about consider headroom. You know, what I mean, like if you're cranking your drums, you're recording them in hot. What what room do you have to put an EQ on it? Right. You know what I'm saying, think about your output as like a drumstick. How are you hitting that drum head? Are you hitting it hot? Or are you hitting it low? And that's something you learn from like Quest Love. We learned that from drum break. Mm-hmm. Just watching him with he's like, don't don't do it hard. Do it soft. Yo, that's where you get that pop and all that. Wait, you know? y'all work with Quest Love? No, 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 no. no. Oh. Just <laughs> I was like, wait. I was like, nah. Just listen to him on on uh, on 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 IG or or, or whatever. Oh, just his you. little tips. He's yeah. like, he drums soft. So if we're recording in drums, like, why not think like a drummer? Mm. The one tip I have, and this is back when I had a really dope setup in Houston before I moved out here, is uh, I had an NOX an NOX four hundred four mixer. So I had my Stanton turntable, my 404 mixer and then it fed into my my machine or my dar or whatever my laptop um and um what i would do is i would find a drum break and i would i would sample it but with effects coming from my mixer Hmm. so it was running in my daw but i was feeding it effects and eqing it through my mixer Mm -hmm. and so basically i was so i would sample it i would have effects feeding the sample and then I would resample it. Mm-hmm. So it had like this really airy, warm, like buzzy feel. Oh, I miss that shit. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just on my laptop because I don't got my setup yet. But that's a dope tip that if you have a mixer, feed some effects into your sample and then resample it. Right. right. Yeah. Yo, one more time around real quick. What's an old piece of equipment that you want to learn that's real old that you haven't put your hands on? SB1200. All right, let's go. Um, ASR. Okay. He took mine. I had a three thousand. I ain't used it yet. Oh, I probably say the SSL board. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm probably gonna say ASR also. Yeah. Dope keyboard. Yeah. All right, man. That's what we got today. I I didn't expect dropping some gems like that, <laughs> but good to find. You know, shout out to Fahim for letting us. You know, speak speak on it. So uh, yeah, man. Got to go check out um, the music that soundtrack and Zenon have out. Uh, where can they find you guys, man? Uh, you can find us on Instagram soundtrack. That's S N D T R A K. Um, I'm on Bandcamp as well. You know, spelled the same way. You can find how it sound on at the Av Records Bandcamp at the Av A T T H E A V. And yeah, yeah, uh, and you can find me at Z E N A N last name Robinson. That's R O B I N S O N. And uh, yeah, all of my stuff is gonna be on the same same platform, platform. Bandcamp. Right, all right. Yeah. Dope, man. Everybody, go cop those tapes. All right, man. This was the current flow. Peace. 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 Peace.